0: Hello, thank you for tuning in. You are listening to the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. For network or show information, visit byteradio.me or call 843-808-0777. And now, the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. Good day. Good day, everyone, and thank you for joining us for this edition of the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. Today, my special guest is Master Ming Tong Gu, and we will be talking about wisdom healing qigong and also how it provides a path to reduce stress that makes us susceptible to COVID-19, but it also spurs faster recovery and can improve healthcare workers' resistance. If you haven't heard the term qigong before, it's likely that you've equated it with just another form of slow martial arts. But as practiced in wisdom healing qigong, it's actually a 5,000-year-old Chinese healing system that has significant implications for those that fear contracting COVID-19, those suffering from it, and anyone who is dealing with physical or emotional pain of any form. Master Ming Tan will explain how using the simple use of movement, sound healing, and meditation is woven into the specific practice of wisdom healing Qigong, and it will help the body be more resistant to disease, the mind more resilient, and the spirit more connected to the regenerative universal QI energy. For more information, you can visit Master Ming Tong's website, which is simply qicenter.com. And with that, I'd like to welcome Master Ming Tong to the show. Good day, sir.
1: Thank you, Robert. So happy to be with you with all the listeners. I'm excited to share whatever is beneficial for all of us. Thank you.
0: Hmm. It was my pleasure, and I'm going to just start. I I have have a
1: real quick
0: story, Um, but uh, I had, um, of course, signed up to download the free, you know, PDF of ancient Chinese healing secrets um, from from your website, and. Um the, you had sent in um and when you do you send, you know, emails after that. And and one of the latest emails um was a um had had to do with a uh meditation practice. Um I'm kind of going out of out of, <laughs> out of order that I had here. both oh it was the Chen Chi um Qi Gong practice and meditation. And um I was outside and I thought I'm going to try this. And while I was standing there in the field, in the distance, three rabbits just kind of came out of nowhere and just started playing in front of me while I was doing it. Now, part of the time, I, of course, I had my eyes closed. Some of it, I had it open to, you know, to watch the movement that you were demonstrating. But um, I just thought it was. I, it, it never, you know, and I've been here many years and have have never seen that happen. So just you know, seemed that maybe there was a, uh, maybe a little influence in that collective energy. So anyway, I just wanted to share that because that was, a, you know, that was a, ve- it's a very good practice and um, that was just something I experienced this morning.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, again, everything's about energy. When we connecting, activating the energy a certain way, then life responds to us in a new way yeah. including animals or pets including a family members even the flowers also responding in the plants and the flowers responding to our energy to our emotion even to a thoughts. so that is um, the en- energy dimension most of the time we're not aware so qigong is really cultivating not only this awareness but deeper choice deeper connection with energy to improve our health in all levels physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, especially yeah. in this time of great challenges,
0: yeah. yeah exactly, and we'll certainly get into that in a little bit um, for people to apply you know to today's environment, but I, I would love if you wouldn't mind sharing um, a little bit about your journey. And kind of the road that you took to you know, becoming involved with um, Qigong. Because it's, it's, you have a very interesting story. <laughs>
1: yes, so happy to make my story short. And I was born in China, and, but uh, I came to the US 35 years ago as a graduate student in mathematics. So I studied mathematics for 10 years and finished two master training and master program in mathematics. Then I discovered uh, my passion for fine arts, particularly photography. So I went to graduate school for photographer and the video spent 10 years really deeply involved with fine art. And that was really fulfilling um, very fulfilling in some way for me until I discovered Qigong and allow me to discover the deeper dimension of who i am and experience as human being and especially this continuous search for um, happiness and as a result and i discovered qigong in u.s so i was not really born with qigong at in china when i was there and mm-hmm. so i started practicing qigong In U.S. then I went back to my teacher who is um, a medicine doctor as well specializing TCM but he's teaching Qigong mostly to his patient he does not call them as patient as students mostly because um, this is self-healing modality and so for me to experience 5,000 people practicing together, not just occasionally, but one month at a time for me to experience the power, the benefit, and including the healing of my own chronic disease of asthma, sclerosis, but deeply, more importantly, discover my you know, deeper connection, deeper purpose of sharing this ancient tradition of wisdom healing Qigong, especially with people here in the West, relatively new to this um, ancient or Asian practice. But it's uh, so personal, so direct, so accessible. And so my journey really um, took me to, you know, to this time of working with the uh, pandemic right now, noticing the great challenge of health crisis even you know other crises, economical social even political structures and realizing the deeper change has to come from within and so the wisdom healing qigong is really about empowering ourselves, make a deeper change in all levels, physical emotional mental spiritual then we can truly, you know, make change in the large scale of social, economic, or even environmental. So, my journey, you know, especially last uh, few months, really, you know, um, deepening my conviction, deepening yeah. my mission of sharing this with all of you. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it, it's it's very important, and you know the. The beauty of it is that it is something that anyone can do anywhere, anytime, you know, um, I mean, it's, it's something proactive in, in the fact that, you know, people's um, in, in this particular period, there's um, great opportunity to be able to create new um, practices, you know, and that would be certainly a healthy one. Um, so now a lot of people know about chi, but I'm surprised still that some people um, maybe not have a clear idea of what it is. So would, would you mind just, you know, giving us your interpretation of of what qi is?
1: Yes. Um, so when people ask me what is qi, you know, I use the word energy more often than the word qi. So ask them back, you know, what is not energy? <laughs> everything <Okay>. is energy. <laughs> so, But the more important question is not so much what is energy, which can open the doorway to explore, you know, realizing and in the existence of energy is animating, you know, everything, or life in general, including the health of this body, functioning of everyday, you know, now we're speaking of, you know, uh, You know, in a conversation, you know, how is your energy level? Do I have enough energy or not? Your depletion or not? Is my energy feels aligned with my life or or not? Or feeling or not? So we talk about that. But deeply is exploring how can you, you know, um, not only recognizing, but cultivating the energy in a way is most beneficial for you. So, first is the recognition. That uh, there's uh, two kind of existence of energy. One is physical, tangible, including this physical body, including everything you experience in your environment. You know, you can touch, you can smell, you can see. You know, you can, you know, even scientifically measure. Then there's another Mm -hmm. form of energy existing in the universe. Is beyond physical. Is even invisible. So the best analogy. And I use is, um, you know, recognizing the whole energy existence, like whole spectrum of light. Only in the middle, very small range of light is visible to a naked eye, to the human eye. And the rest is invisible to eyes. High frequency light, like infrared light, so on, is not visible to eyes, but it exists in the universe. And similarly, the low frequency light. It's not, a, it's not visible to the eyes neither. And then the, low, the frequency becomes lower lower, they eventually become physical. And that is a powerful insight from the quantum physics. But that is really a powerful you know, wisdom from the ancient time, knowing there so much more energy than just physical existence. And so the second aspect is realizing we're not only living with energy, both the visible and invisible energy, but you have a capacity to change the energy patterns, both in the visible dimension as well as the invisible dimension, so you can really enhance the functioning of your physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, your relationship with life, your relationship with the world, with the, with the universe, so to speak. So as a result, is enhancing your physical healing including healing of chronic uranus, including, in my case, you know, healing from asthma condition and also sclerosis, you know, both was diagnosed, were diagnosed as incurable, but slow Qigong practice, you know, honestly have to practice very diligently, one hour and two hours a day, Took so me two years, completely reverse this condition, but realizing, oh, it's possible, yeah. it's possible more than what the medicine can understand more than what else you've been doing because what you're missing is you have not using your own mind to access the energy you have not really connecting with your body effectively in a way you know loving or even proactively energizing so so from what we just doing, you cannot come to a conclusion. You have to explore beyond what you have been doing. Then you're realizing the new insight, new possibility, new conclusion. Oh, the energy is the foundation of life. Oh, more energy flowing is more health. More right. energy flowing is more happiness. More energy flowing, I'm experiencing more connection of life, more fulfillment of life. More creativity of life. And that's all we need in life. And that is really the foundation of life. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I like the way that you turned it around on me (laughs) that uh, tea is energy (laughs) and energy is everything. So tea is everything. So that's like a a real real concise answer. Um, So now what. What is, you know, I mean, and we talked about energy being everything and, and you kind of brought in the idea of movement and, you know, in that, you know, there's movement and then there's blockages and there's flow. So, um, it, what is, is Qigong the, um, what does Qigong, because Qigong involves movement. So, can you talk to, a, tell us a little bit about uh, what Qigong is and then how
1: is that different from wisdom healing Qigong. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, in general, there's a lot of uh, modality out there, including mind body practice, including, you know, yoga, meditation, Tai Chi, and so many different Qigong forms out there. And they're all good in some ways. So, but I want to, you know, share with you the unique quality of wisdom healing Qigong is based on. And the principle, the first most important principle is uh, is uh, awareness, energy awareness. So when the body awaken into the energy awareness of your entire energy system, then all the functions of your brain, your heart, your five organ system naturally you know, return into more optimal function. So the healing you know, the reverse of health condition is naturally happening. And then same way in life you know, if your energy system is awakening to a deeper connection with earth with the universe then you're experiencing more spiritual connection of the universe spiritual connection of life and feeling a deep sense of peace deep sense of you know meaning of your life and uh, so that's the the paradigm that's the methodology mm-hmm. So recognizing the opposite can be true is when the energy is contracted in your system. It doesn't matter what the reason behind it. You know, we have a long mm-hmm. history from childhood, even intergenerational energy, including genetic you know, energy inference, also social inference, or relationship inference, environmental inference. It's all impacting your energy. And, but this condition is beyond your control. But what you can control or make the change is the energy pattern inside of you. So one of the most important, you know, impact we're experiencing right now is stress, physical stress, mm-hmm. emotional, mental stress. So from all directions, from everyday life, from pandemic, from, you know, histories. And so we, most of the time we're lost in this story of stress circumstance of stress in the mental, you know, identification. So what are we learning is you go into the body, realizing, oh, my energy body is contracted because of the history, because of the circumstances which we, I cannot, you know, control. But what you can do is mm-hmm. internally feeling your energy. Basically, the stressed energy is contracted energy in your body. Could it be your muscle? Could it be your tissue? Could it be your nerve system? Could it be your five organ system? Then you're realizing, oh, this gentle movement is releasing the tension, releasing the stress, opening from contraction to more flow of energy. Oh, this sound and vibrating energy, so from contraction of your five organ system, relating to your emotion, is opening to more you know, healthy or beneficial emotion or more emotional freedom instead of stuck with a certain emotion. So then you're realizing you can, yeah, regulating your energy from within. Then you can respond into life differently. Your health increase, your baseline of your health, your baseline of joy increase, your capacity for love and compassion start to increase. So from that foundation, you naturally took, can affect in life around you more positively, more effectively. So influencing, you know, contributing to life in general. So that is the, the methodology with the healing Qigong. and that is might be relatively different from you know something else you may be doing. Some practice more focus on the physical only, some practice more focus on the mental only. Some practices mm-hmm. focus on, let's say, analyzing specific issue, solving particular psychological issue. And this system is different. Just go straight into the energy, the simplicity, the directness, but also addressing the deeper energetic pattern inside of you. So you change what you can change instead of complaining whatever happened in the past, yeah. whatever happened around
0: yeah, yeah. The, That's one, the, the one thing I, I yeah one the one thing one thing I was going to say with the um uh you know the you talked about the uh, body and and mind and you know the one thing when I was reading um in the the, the book that was downloaded um you talk about uh you know Chinese tradition being um uh, a wholeness um, approach uh, body mind and heart. Um, and so, I mean, it seems that you know. As I was reading, it, it struck me that um, emotions, heart and emotions, um, play a, a vital um, impact. Make a make can make a, a big impact on uh, flow and blockages.
1: Absolutely, you know, absolutely, Robert. Right now, you know, yeah, among all the. Um, stress, all the crisis we're experiencing. I think the, the main challenge we're experiencing this is pattern of fear, emotional pattern mm-hmm. of fear. And that mm-hmm. is really collective. It's happening right now. You know, so much we are, you know, one of the statistics just came out not long ago. According to that statistic, more than 50% of people reported they're experiencing clinically qualified depression. Mm-hmm. So that is overwhelming. And imagine, you imagine know, the life quality, mm-hmm. the life condition we're in, in terms of humanity. So, so depression is really the, the, the final expression of unresolved emotional stress. Unresolved mm-hmm. fear leads into depression. Unresolved worry Leading to depression Unresolved anger Leading to depression Unresolved sadness lead to depression Unresolved hurt in our heart Leading to depression So when we say We have a depression That means That not only The deeper emotion You know Stressful emotion Is in our body But has been there So long So suppressed so unresolved, finally leading to depression so mm-hmm. that is a, a powerful mm-hmm. epidemic, I think even more yeah. powerful than the pandemic of the virus right now.
0: yeah, it, it's, yeah it, it's very impactful for sure and, and um, in one of the, the stories um, in, in the book you mentioned you know that um, your asthma had its roots in a childhood experience. And and so it seems like from the the description in the book, it seemed like it took a while for that to um, surface and um, kind of change around. So is that um, a common thing that, you know, that – you know, particularly if um, something happened in, in an early age, and and we're, we're up there in a few years, um, that it can be um, uh, take a little extra work and to be able to get things resolved.
1: Um, yes and no, it really depends <laughs> on each person, individual case, individual journey. Some people aware their childhood trauma first, then consciously working with that. When you incorporating the energy practice like wisdom healing qigong, then you working with the trauma in a more effectively. And some of us, just in my case, I was not aware of the trauma happening in the childhood, but slow moving the energy working with my emotional body included and also healing the asthma condition as a result of that trauma in that process the the memory of that trauma came back to me so each individually can be different but the point is really doesn't matter whether you remember the trauma or not as long as you continuously connecting with your body internally you're able to discover whatever energetic contraction inside of you, you can resolve it. Slow the practice of movement, sound meditation. So by resolving the energy contraction, then the healing of the trauma naturally happen. And even the physical, you know, illness associated with that trauma, in this case, in my case is asthma, also naturally heal in this process. So these things doesn't really need to happen one after another because energetically, it's all in the body. You know, often we say the issue is in the tissue, whether you remember or not. <laughs> so when you go to the energy dimension, in this case, even you go further beyond just the tissue, go into your energy body, your emotional body as well, then you're resolving the emotional trauma involved, you know, with uh, whatever certain sense of life. So on one hand, you know, we all have a, some kind of trauma in your life, whether you remember or not. Mm -hmm. And from my experience of working with tens of thousands of students, you know, very intimately with these severe conditions, I came up to this conclusion very clear. One of the main cause of the health issues, especially incurable or chronic condition, is trauma. And degree of trauma can be different for each person. But trauma is not separate from stress in general. So trauma mm. is a really intense form of stress. And the everyday stress of life it may not be as intense. Sometimes you feel right. more intense stress, sometimes yeah. it's minor intense stress. So but trauma is like so intense stress that means that energy experience you're having beyond what you can handle. So your whole body Mm -hmm. energy is kind of out of control responding to this challenge of life then totally contract then separating from our everyday life so it's like the inner child is suppressed our capacity to love to connect is suppressed our capacity to trust life is suppressed so these are all energy in our system. So we're bound with this capacity, but then when challenge happens beyond what we can handle, then this energy is suppressed. In, often we say, you know, in the beginning, they're numbed, then eventually they're hidden in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, like in the bookshop, in the closet. Then you eventually end up in the basement, and you don't know where they are anymore. You feel like, Something is missing mm-hmm. in your life. Your life is not complete, right. you know what I mean? So, so yeah. Qigong is about discovering that part of you you that's disconnected from the past, no matter what is the trauma you remember or not, so you can rediscover that part of you. It's energetic, it's inside of you, mm-hmm. so when you go slow these five organ systems, go into the deeper emotional dimension, mental, spiritual dimension of your energy wholeness, then you Realizing, oh, I can love that part of me that was not loved. Oh, I can heal that part of me was wound. So right now, mm. I really my invitation is for everybody to to consider, you know, to realize collectively we're experiencing a trauma. Right. The way we're, yeah, we're experiencing to be... life right now so unusual It's beyond anyone feel comfortable or expected the uncertainty the change of life will continuously not only just from last three months we're going to continuously from months even years to come so that yeah new challenge is shocking our energy basically so as a result we're traumatized so if we don't take care of the energy right now then we're going to be in this traumatized pattern so life right. is going to continuously feel limited. So the, the statistic of depression is a powerful indication. We are traumatized now. That's a very see, accurate um, diagnosis. But the question is, what do we do with it? That? That's where the yeah, exactly. practice of ancient wisdom such as Qigong can help us for the time being, releasing, changing that pattern so we don't have to carry that pattern to the future, even to next generations. Exactly. So we're we're about
0: halfway through the show, um, Master uh, Ming Tong. So I'm going to take just a quick break um, and uh, invite callers if they want to call in and ask any questions. They can call in at 619-789-4359. And for those of you listening in the chat room, if you have any questions, feel free to pose them. And then when we come back from um, break, um, I, I... Read about the um, uh, grandmaster, um, Dr. Peng Ming, that you um, studied with or under, um, and that he has a, a medicine last at Qigong Hospital. Anyway, I would love to talk about that and, and hear about your experiences with that, okay?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay, great. Everyone stay tuned. We'll be right back after this brief break. Hello, this is Robert Sharp. Okay, everyone, thank you for staying with us. Again, today, my special guest is Master ming Tong Gu, and we have been talking about wisdom healing Qigong that can provide a path to reduce stress that makes us susceptible to COVID-19, but it also spurs faster recovery and can improve healthcare workers' resistance. Uh, for more information, you can visit his website, which is chicenter.com that's C H I. Center.com. Know
1: that I'd like to welcome Master Ming Tong back. Hello, sir. Thank you, Robert. I really Good. appreciate you. what you've been doing, especially including last nine years for this program and sharing this beneficial information for such dedication. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you. It's my pleasure. I have learned so much from the people that I have <laughs> had on the show. It's just a wonderful, um, it's a wonderful blessing. Um, so, uh, yes, yeah, so I read about um, your work with Master, Grand Master, Dr. Peng Ming, and that he had um, a medicine-less Qi Gong Hospital. Anyway, uh, can you tell us about your experience there? It had to
1: have been a fascinating time yeah yeah i mean my teacher who happened to be a doctor in both western medicine as well traditional chinese medicine and so that was um, his profession and he started to practice in qigong including martial and other practices from the childhood ages so after 30 40 years he decided to you know, share this teaching practice with the public. One of the main inspiration is he realized the limitation of the conventional medicine as well, even alternative medicine. And That's why this condition was diagnosed as incurable, chronic. So from that point of view, you can only help manage the symptoms, improving the quality of life and often, you know, the drug with a severe, you know, side effect. So he started to teach this energy medicine, which is in, existed for a long time in China, but it has been keep secretive even until 40, 50 years ago, even in China. So he's uh, among the first few as pioneers to share the secret teaching practice with the mainstream. So he opened up a hospital, and mostly, you know, people show up with a chronical illness. So he started to use Qigong practice as a main um, way, it's not a treatment, it's a practice way to recover from this chronic condition. So at a time when I was there, um, so the goal is not only reducing the medication, but be free of medication. So often in the beginning, people bring, you know, all kinds of medications, bags, bags of medications, then slow the practice. They feel better, feel more connection, more confidence. Then they gradually reduce the medication. And eventually, you know, the goal is letting go of the dependence on any medication. At the same time, to see the improvement of health according to the conventional medical test. So it's not just feeling better. Is using the conventional test, whether the blood test, whether the TC, you know, ultrasound, whatever. So, because he's a doctor, he wants to see the tangible result. And also, he wants to make the, the system, you know, it's, there's so much knowledge, vast knowledge, different methods existed in the long history of China. He wants to really put them together concise enough but accessible for everyone, but also he wants to make it really most effective. So over the time, he formulating the system called wisdom healing Qigong. On one hand, he's working with energy, realizing your full potential. On the other hand, have a direct implication of healing, including healing of chronic condition. So the beauty, again, as I said, is the simplicity. is a one practice can help all the conditions. And that made it possible for 5,000 people practicing together, generating a unified energy field, and naturally enhancing the function of everybody, no matter what their diagnosis is. So in the beginning, when I was there, and I was shocked to hear this story of people recover you know, from all kinds of Uranus, you know, years of Heart condition, years of uh, even injuries, and nervous system conditions, and you know, immune system conditions. Basically, they identified about 180 different kind of diagnosis. And so, when people hearing this total recovery from the story in the beginning, I was skeptical. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. because you know I have my own chronic condition, right? Right, so right. Like, uh, and so, and you had my no success was, with
0: either Eastern or Western before that,
1: right? You had my right. no
0: success with so, treatments. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly, but uh, luckily I was a very dedicated practitioner. Student I was a very good student, so I practiced and feel the energy, feel good, feel the change every day, and. So people continue to share the story with me then from my own validation and I realizing right. oh this is possible. Oh this is real. This is happening to all these people. Then I realizing now maybe it's possible for me. <laughs> so exactly. I practice more diligently, you know. When I see the people right. very sick. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's much older, you know, much sicker than I am, was able to recover. Like, hey, if that can happen to them, that must be possible for me. So I was inspired to practice more diligently. Then over the time realizing, oh, I can also help in people. So by sharing mm-hmm. um, with the energy, with the people, especially you're together for, you know, day and the night with thousand people at a time. And when you share the energy just amplify, then people having this experience. And in the beginning, you know, I was kind of skeptical too, you know, because I studied mathematics, I studied fine arts. Right. I was not like born with any kind of gift of healer, you know. <laughs> Who am I right, anyway, right. right? But people are getting this amazing experience. So that building up more confidence over the time, so like, wow, if I can do it, then everybody can do it. If I can share benefiting others, then that's become, you know, really deeply rewarding, deeply fulfilling. So when I came back from mm-hmm. the Medicine Chico Hospital, I decided to uh, release my job, old job as artist, um, so to teach for time without knowing if I can earning money, you know, maintain my life but I was so dedicated, so that's what I have been doing last 20 years. Great.
0: Now, one of the things I noticed in the, um, the meditation that, that I listened to today is um, when you were giving the demonstration, you talked about, um, you know, people could do it standing up or sitting down. And so my, I just want to, for people to recognize that Really, anyone can do this correct It's within i mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, like and in, in some of the i mean because it involves movement, you know some people may have movement restriction, but w- one of the things i I kept going back to is um many times as you're going through and explaining, you'll kind of end it with with your own best effort <laughs> so. I just I kind of laughed because there were a couple of times that as I was going through it, it's like, oh boy I'm gonna do do my best <laughs> you know with this um, <laughs> right but it seems that that it seems that that's um, you know to me, it was a way of um, giving me um, permission to be able to you know not do it perfectly or you know doing it wrong or or basically you know any of those kinds of um, thought that might prevent me from doing
1: it. Exactly. So, yeah, feel quality. You know, it's really about wisdom healing qigong. Really important. Allow the healing can happen to everyone. You know, first of all, yeah, qigong is not another just another exercise. It's not a sport. Yeah. It's not a performance neither. And you're doing it slowly meditatively most time with your eyes closed so it's really learning how to connect with your body slow the movement slow the sound slow the meditation learn how to you know embracing the energy inside of you if you're noticing the contraction then you very gently but also with your own best effort as you said, is to open <laughs> the energy, opening the joint, opening the muscle, opening the flexibility, opening wherever you're feeling the construction constriction. Then same way emotionally, if you're feeling, you know, certain emotions such as anxiety, then you can say I'm going to connect in with my kidney energy system, my reproductive system more. And I'm gonna connect in with that energy with more loving-kindness with more awareness I'm going to use the movement using the vibration gradually opening the energy which is constructed you know constructed in the system and that's why you're experiencing the fear and anxiety so suddenly you're opening the gateway to able to do something for yourself no matter what is your limitation physical limitation emotional challenges even you know, the, the diagnosis tell you, oh, this is impossible, this is impossible. But you mm-hmm. can discover for yourself what is possible by experience. So you don't need another right. one person to validate for you or tell you. So that is another really important quality. Then another piece, you know, as you shared is really nowadays, um, all the information, including the guided practices available online, that means you don't have to depend on yourself. You can learn by watching the video, by following the practice, by repeating this process over and over again. Suddenly, now you can feel more confident today than yesterday. Then the day afterwards, you feel more confident from, you know, than today. So that is the spirit, the spirit of learning, the spirit of connecting, the spirit of improving with best effort. So instead of complaining, oh, what's bad? What's not working? You know, what, uh, waiting for another kind of thing. You know, often we're waiting for <laughs> right. a quick, yeah, waiting for a shortcut. But when you're doing something that is directly involved, directly engaged, so you're really generating a new experience inside of you, validating, truly validating the power inside of you the energy medicine inside of you that's been waiting for you to discover yeah
0: amazing so, if Also, it's yeah. And, yeah and when you when you talk about practice i uh, you and you talk about that it, it's um the importance of consistent practice you know and you know yeah. and as you are going through your story about um after you saw things get better, how you became more dedicated you know to it um so is there um an ideal um kind of like every day, thirty minutes, or i mean is it or I'm sure it really depends on the individual i'm recognizing that, but um for someone who's starting off and kind of wants to You know, do a beginning point, and I'm sure a lot of it has to do with how connected they are to the body. I mean, through their other practices, but in general, um, what would be like a a good practice um, uh, timing or, you know, um, what would be a, a good practice to put into place?
1: yeah in general, Robert, you know I want to be very honestly say that uh, more you practice, the more benefit you can generate. So it's really about your own you know goal or benefit, your own choice or your own commitment, basically. So if you're practicing consistently fifteen minutes a day, then you're expecting the result parallel or proportional. To the 15 minutes of investment every day if you're practicing 30 minutes of every day then your benefit is more than double because it's accumulative because the mm. uh, the last 15 minutes is stronger than the first 15 minutes mm. if you understand okay. what i'm trying to say so yeah it's not proportional it's really magnifying it's accumulative but it becomes stronger longer you do so that's why for example if people go to retreat they're spending one week of retreat doing practice in this field for eight ten hour a day then mm. that cumulative result of the one week is more than just seven times of one day right. so that's how yeah. it works so if you understanding the science behind it mm-hmm. then you can deciding okay I'm going to do practice 30 minutes a day to start with but then I can gradually increasing then eventually say if I practice in one hour then I know I'm going to generating you know stronger result but also quicker result and so you need to be aware you know whatever choice you're making the outcome is based on your choice right so, yes yeah, okay. so it's not about perfect ideal you can start in 50 minutes you can sort of start in 30 minutes some students starting right. one hour so depends yeah. on your commitment your choice your connection
0: great perfect I love that um, so now one <laughs> of the things in addition to in addition to um, movement Um, One of the other aspects is um, vital mental purposefulness. (laughs) Um, So in addition to the movement, can you talk a little bit about that mental purpose aspect?
1: Mm, Yeah. So in general, Qigong is about connecting the mind with your own body. So, Mm -hmm. how are you connecting? And another one thing is, what are you connecting? For example, okay, I'm connecting with my brain, for example, yeah. And that is one choice. I want to enhance in my brain function. So I'm mentally connecting with my brain, feeling the brain, you know, visualizing the brain, so on. Yeah. Then the second is, how are you connecting with the brain? Are you connecting with the brain just physically? or energetically, uh, you do feel your brain even with your heart, with your emotion, and so in the different level of connection and also directly affecting experience, affecting your outcome. Then the deeper dimension is why you want to connect it with your brain. So a lot of times students starting with, okay, I have a headache, I want to get rid of the headache from my head, And That's okay to begin with but that's not effective because more you're trying to get rid of the headache Then more you are resisting your brain Resisting that part of your brain So you're not really allowing the energy to open So you're contracting the energy. So you want to say I want connecting my brain with the purpose of opening my brain energy opening my brain energy to connect with the energy of the heart, the energy of the entire body, the energy of the universe. So when you bring this new purpose, then suddenly the energy is to this intention, this purpose differently than mm. trying to get rid of the pain. So then you're realizing the result. One of the byproduct is get rid of the pain, but more benefit you're generating more than just get rid of the pain. So is awakening the brain, awakening your brain capacity, awakening a deeper connection of your wholeness. So the purpose, so how to bring that purpose into your routine, into your movement, into anything you do, including sound practice meditation. So that is you know often is so important, but often it's missing in our practice. Yeah. So that's okay. the why. Um, and I
0: can, see, I can see where that would be much more effective, um, you know, in um, um, basically re- re- resolving getting more for your money kind of. Um, and, and also okay. I think that it um, – because as you're going through – I mean, as I was going through, again, you know, when I was – until I got the the movement down, um, my, my brain – was jumping all around, you know, and i mean it, I was watching, but it, you know nonetheless it was like the the brain was still doing its own thing um where where I can see where if i had um a um a focus of purpose you know then then that would have been i i know that it would have been you know much more effective um now one of the things you mentioned um about uh kind of jumping around here but and it's kind of like one of the last things I want to talk about, but um, you had mentioned about um, bringing like a group together, you know, having a group together and the, um, the idea of a collective and a collective energy field. And, and you had um, indicated in the, um, in the ebook that um, Dr. Peng developed a method for working with that field. Um, and also you, and, and it, said that in year 2000 Chinese law banned people from practicing qigong in numbers greater than 100, you know? And so I thought, wow, you know, here we're talking about 5,000 that you were talking about, and yet, you know, this this ban of of 100. So um, can you talk about that? You know, maybe, you know, is there um, maybe some, uh, was maybe the fear of the impact a large group, you know, that that collective energy field could do to maybe, you know, um, a, a system maybe that's that's not wanted?
1: Right. So, you know, in general, we recognize uh, there's always limitation in any political system. And in right. a way, the nature of any political system is one to gain power, gain control. So that's the nature of any particular structure, so to speak, whether it's communist or capitalism even, whether it's West or East, you know, the nature. Mm -hmm. And of course, obviously, that is very intense in China. So when Qigong started uh, in later 70s, early 80s, and the Chinese government quickly discovered the health benefit. So they're supporting mm. the whole movement of Qigong very you know, openly. And that's why the medicine Qigong hospital expanded so fast over about you know, in a very short period of time. And then one of the Qigong group, yeah, they started as a Qigong group, is not in the system, started to have a conflict with the Chinese government. Including mm. different kind of demonstration, predict, getting politically involved, let's put it that way. So then the government doesn't like that. <laughs> they yeah. you know they want to the control of the whole political system. They don't want to have a you know different voice or criticism, you know, so on. So they start to you know limiting that group. Then they realize that in order to limit that group, they have to limit the whole Chico movement. So mm. as a result there had a new policy. The Chinese government had a new policy. You can practice most of Qigong only within 100 people. And that's why we had to close down the Medicine Qigong Hospital in the year 2000. So even my teacher uh, was, has been, had been in a house arrest for 17 years, unfortunately. And only last wow. few years and he gained full freedom, but he still, you know, now wants to be in public for obvious political reasons, for his own safety yeah. too. So that is unfortunate <sighs> in China. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, you know, I live in the U.S., we have more freedom, so I've been teaching in the West freely, but also nowadays, you know, um, through the internet made it possible. Mm-hmm. We can connect in through long distance. So, you know, we know it takes so much effort to gather people together in person, even, you know, if not for right. pandemic. Mm-hmm. It's very costly, you know, very difficult to get people together mm-hmm. into one location, not only mentioning, you know, for ten days, you know, longer time, even just for one occasion, very difficult. So now I'm using the internet. To cultivate the same power. So basically, is the energy is responding to three things. One is the size of the group. Yeah, the size of the group. And the second is responding to the unified purpose of the group. If if people have different agenda, different need, different way of doing things, then the energy cannot respond cohesively. We don't have a feeling of resonancy, so to speak. Yeah. So that's the unified purpose. In this case, we focus on healing. Everybody needs healing. Everybody wants more mm-hmm. happiness, more energy, more connection of life. So that is a neutral purpose, very different kind of purpose than you know, uh, personally identify. You know, different from other people. You know what I mean? So right, right. A neutral, universal purpose. Then. The third thing is really about accumulative result. So, if we do things just for one time, you still can experience good, good changes, but it does not last very long. So, when, if mm-hmm. we do it continuously, especially with a consistent group, as, such as I mentioned, you know, 5,000 people practicing one month at a time, that's generating okay. consistent accumulative energy power. Then everybody can benefit not only the giving time, but the change happening is deeply more, say, in the pattern level. you're changing the pattern, so to speak. You're not just changing change the experience of the moment. you're changing the deeper patterns yeah. So that is a cumulative result, and that's also you know, scientifically validate, you know, in order to change any pattern or any habit. at least takes four weeks or longer so, yeah. so we need to aware of that yeah and then the fourth one is really about you know the purpose I mean the, the what's the word the, the collective evolution happening right now for example mm-hmm. we have the need to to well, how would I put it it's like uh, discover new solutions deeper solutions more empowered solution, yeah. more wise, more loving solution than the old way of doing things. So that need is so strong right now, and that is really, I'm very aware, I'm working with that need. So these four elements allow us to, you know, cultivating this potential being shared from 5,000 years of history, but we have to realize this potential so yeah. over the history we become more and more ready to embody this potential and especially through so the internet now we can connect with each other one of the most profound experience uh, we're cultivating especially uh, important for me too is the last 3 months we're doing practice of uh, qigong movement sound meditation together in the beginning, every day, now three times a week, totally free to the public. And that information is mm-hmm. available at chi-center.com, c-h-i-center.com. So we're inviting everybody to practice together, realizing this potential. One of the fun things we do is we do virtual dance. <laughs> dancing <laughs> with the computer, a hundred thousand people are dancing with you in a long distance. Then we also, That's you know, great. looking at each other, eye guess each other, through the computer, yeah. feeling the deeper connection instead of isolation, loneliness, and has yeah. been so profoundly supportive, yeah, rewarding. That's great.
0: Well, well Master Minkong, thank you for your time today I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed speaking with you and and I enjoy your e-book, and i'm I'm going to be doing my practice <laughs> and, uh, I'm so appreciative of uh, uh, uh,
1: your aspect, Robert, reading the ebook yeah. and also <laughs> doing the practice with a guided yeah. video. yeah, I would love yeah. to uh, invite you to join a live stream yeah. any time of these three you know three times a week, you have the information. And another website I want to share with the um, with uh, the listener is ancienthealingsecret.com, and that's the place where Rob is, you know, receiving the information of ebook guided practice. You can access all that for free. So thank you for yeah. this opportunity. Thank you. It, it,
0: it has been my pleasure, again, and everyone again um, as. Master uh, Ming-Tong had said. Um, for, "For To get that book, visit www.ancienthealingsecrets.com and for more information about what they have to offer at Qi Center, go to qicenter.com. And again, everyone, I want to thank you for joining us for today's show. My special guest has been Master Ming-Tong Gu and we've been talking about wisdom healing gong that can provide a path to reduce stress, and make us that makes us susceptible to COVID-19. It can spur faster recovery and improve health care workers' resistance. So, everyone, I want to thank you for joining us for this edition of the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. And until we meet again, thank you for tuning in. You've been listening to the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. Remember, our show is available as a free podcast from Blog Talk Radio, iTunes. Tune in and iHeartRadio. To follow our show, visit our homepage at ByteRadio.me and select the platform you use most. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at biteradio.me. Until we meet again, remember to be a bright light by bringing inspiration to your world and to the lives of those you touch.